Welcome to the Intelligent and Lazy Investor, where we help you start investing intelligently and lazily. Right now, I'm running you through the five things the smart money is doing that the dumb money is not. And the third thing is concentrating to create, not diversifying to protect. What do humans do when faced with a subject that is seemingly unknowable? We invent gods and devils, then stop asking questions unless we absolutely have to. This is what we've done in the arena of investing, arguably more so than any other arena in human history. And so what does that look like in the year that we're in and the places that we're in? We're worshiping Warren Buffett and we're worshiping Musk and we're demonizing Zuckerberg, etc. We are not operating for the most part in a rational or an effective sphere as everyday investors. And so to cut past all of that clutter and to avoid all of these unnecessary mistakes, let's ask the key question. What are rich people doing differently that turns them into rich people? Well, let's look at one. One American, Jeff Bezos, has more money than half of Americans, 160 million people combined. We need to ask ourselves, where did his money come from and where does that disparity come from? The money came from owning stock in one successful company for a long period of time. The money did not come from anywhere else. It didn't come from his salary, home ownership, rental real estate, dividends, term deposits, index funds, mutual funds, money under management, money under mattresses, trading, forex, lotto, casinos, coupons, financial TV tips, rich dad, poor dad pointers, stock newsletters, Ivy League participation, country club participation, credit card points, crypto, or a cash hoard. The money came from owning stock in one successful company for a long period of time, and the money did not come from anywhere else. Said another way, 11.1% of Amazon is worth more than 160 million people's net worths in the richest country in the world. Why is that? Because you have certain people that have been accumulating serious positions, concentrated positions in the companies that have been dominating the last decade and the decade and will probably dominate the decade in front of us. Whereas most people are accumulating piles of worthless fiscal fungus and then wondering what's happening, wondering why they're not winning. And ironically, they're, they're stockpiling all of the crap that I just mentioned to you before while actively assuming that investing is gambling. And so identical strategies have caused Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, Bill Gates, Steve Ballmer, Elon Musk, who's now even richer than Bezos, and Zuckerberg to become billionaires by, wait for it, focus investing. Focus investing is the main thing, I would say, other than just you know baseline demanding independence of the highest order that the smart money is doing that the dumb money is not. It is an undiscussed, 
underutilized strategy that is the very opposite of diversification and it is built on one main principle. You concentrate to create and then diversify to protect maybe. My dad, I mentioned that I learned investing in one week on a cruise ship. That was one of the nuggets that I got that helped me begin this in a successful way right out of the gates. How much to invest? You concentrate to create when you're a young man because you have time to recover if you're wrong. You diversify to protect when you're an old man because if you lose your nest egg, you're fucked. That's traditionally how it's been done for the people who actually know what they're doing. But here's what's getting scary. The rich and older people are still concentrating and the young and poorer people are still diversifying. That, more than anything else, is what's causing the exploding net worth gap, and it's probably causing a significant number of your problems personally. And so Peter Lynch, who I mentioned on the last episode, explained this best. The average person can concentrate on a few good companies while the fund manager is forced to diversify. By owning too many stocks, you lose this advantage of concentration. Here are the steps that you can take to exploit that edge immediately. The three-step formula, let's call it, for focus investing. Step one, concentrate on owning successful companies for long periods of time. Step two, ignore almost everything else. Step three, do this for the long term and make more from this hobby than you earn in your job. That step three might have made some of you scoff just then. But actually, for if you know what you're doing, you can clearly see that that statement over the long term is an understatement. And one person who exemplifies that really well is my client, Dan. And so when I met Dan, it was actually at a gym in Australia. And I'm, he was uh, just like, everything about him in terms of who he is and the badassity of what he was doing as an athlete, as a employee, et cetera. He was working in a mine in Australia and he was doing that two weeks on, two weeks off where he would fly into a mine, work there and then fly back was the exact opposite of how he was investing his money. He's just a big badass fella, but he had to hand his income and his investments basically to a financial advisor because when he tried to invest his own money based on as is so common the case so commonly the case you know recommendations from older people more opinionated people that he was working with he didn't have confidence in what he was doing and so he couldn't stop checking the stock prices he literally became you know your when your smartphone becomes basically a crack pipe you know that that's a problem and so he ended up handing it to advisors and he was completely unhappy with the way that it was being managed, the performance, the opacity where he didn't know what was being done, you know, just feeling like you don't get it. And then he felt stuck at his job. And he was saying basically that he felt like in a lot of ways he was wasting half his life at a mine site. And so he had a much grander and better vision of his future. And he just felt that this was the one missing piece. And so when I told him, you know, what I do that I help people pick their own stocks and invest their own money. He turns to me and says, I'm your man. I'm keen as fuck. And so what happened was 
that was a guy who was chomping at the bit, like we said last on the last episode, to question authority and attack it and really seriously wanted independence of the highest order. But he just didn't understand a couple of things, chief among them, why you should have so much conviction in what you're doing that you're totally game to concentrate your investment. And so he made the adjustments and did not waste much time before in, to transform his life. And he basically took about 80K that he didn't know how to invest and less than three years down the track turned it into more than a million that he does know how to invest. And that featured a moment during the height of COVID's presence in Australia. At least I hope, I hope that that statement is permanently true where he dropped me a line saying, you keen for a Zoom chat at the weekend? I've made my annual salary in the last two days. And so in a two-day period, he made more just by long-term buy and hold concentrating in investments than he makes in a year in his job. And consequently, he's gone from extremely frustrated and feeling trapped to contemplating retirement and coasting on his dream of eventually retiring by 35. And so that shows that story and that case study shows beyond the shadow of a doubt that amateurs can do this and that concentrating in your investments, if you can wrap your head around those core principles that let you operate on a much smaller scale, but in a very similar style to these people that we worship while doing the exact opposite, operating like Musk, operating like Bezos, et cetera, you can do that. And it just goes to further show how much more powerful your investments are than your income because your income needs to be invested and you can only make a hundred percent of your income, but you can make thousands of percent on your investments. And so that story and that case study, for those of you who, who are willing to hear it and to question assumptions, question conventional wisdom, et cetera, it shows that focus investing is accessible to the amateur investor, not just these giga billionaires. And it shows that you can do the seemingly impossible in your spare time if you apply these principles. The major hurdle, of course, is that this takes balls, gender ambiguous balls, courage. And the only way to grow that courage is experience, not analysis. Sitting around reading about this is not going to get you where you want to go. You need practical experience and you need it as soon as possible. And you need it in a way that is both intelligent where you're not going to get hurt, and especially in the early early innings, but also aggressive where you've got enough skin in the game that you're actually going to do something and learn something. And for that reason, the fourth thing that the smart money is doing that the dumb money is not is starting before you study. And so that's what the next episode will be about. It is start before you study. If what I just said resonated with you, I'd ask you to do three things. I'd ask you to review this podcast and subscribe and definitely to share it with somebody who you think needs to hear it. If you know somebody and of all the things that I've been saying in a public facing way, concentrating, not diversifying by far resonates the most with people because there really has been no mainstream counter argument and everybody's doing this. Almost nobody's happy with it, but there, it's just it's a symptom of having no confidence in what you're doing and in your own identity as an investor of your own money. And so if there are the if, and I'm sure there are, there are people in your life who need to hear that, please do share this with them and uh, do that for their benefit. And lastly, if what I've just said 
is making you feel prompted to take action and you're done collecting information you're done swimming around in indecision and procrastination and you're ready to actually do something then i would ask you to well i would invite you to visit findfatfish.com i'll see you on the next episode